Hello, and welcome to Be My Mentor, a real estate podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all things real estate. You see, when I first got my real estate license, I knew there was a lot to learn, and the best way I knew to learn was to ask a lot of questions. In every episode, we have conversations with professionals that are in the field every day, from home inspectors, agents, mortgage lenders, and even photographers. So whether you're a future home buyer, homeowner, or a real estate agent, you're going to walk away with something practical and actionable. I can't wait to learn with you on this journey. Thank you for joining us in this week's episode with John Umbrella from Picture Perfect Properties, a real estate media company offering photography, video, and more. We talk about all things photo and video and how important they are to every real estate agent's marketing toolbox. Hey everyone, are you a realtor looking for a great law firm to add to your referral team? Whether it's closings, title insurance, or even those more delicate legal matters, Rodriguez Albizu Law has you covered. They proudly serve buyers and sellers throughout Palm Beach, Martin, and St. Lucie counties. They are also heavily involved in the real estate community here in South Florida through education, webinars, and so much more. For all your real estate legal needs, give them a call. 561-660-2676 or visit www.ralawpa.com and let them know we sent you. And now let's get into the show. All right, John. Well, welcome to the podcast. Glad you can make it. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Appreciate it. Thank you to Home Sales Palm Beach. Yeah. No, he's, uh, Greg is great. He lets me, he lets me use this conference pretty much whenever I need to, to, to host podcasts. And it's, I think it's just a great educational piece, both for me, just to learn more about industry-related topics sure, and and be able to share that with other realtors or just future home buyers or, you know, what have you. And so even though I know a lot about the subject we're talking about this morning, I wanted to come at it from sort of a, a fresh perspective. But why don't we start by just kind of telling me who you are, where you come from, how did you get into real estate photography? Sure, so uh, my name is John Umbarilla. I'm the creative director and owner of Picture Perfect Properties. It's a niche production company specializing in real estate photography, videography, drone operations, 360 virtual tours, etc. Um, I started out as a uh, independent contractor for a company and then I kind of went my own way, blazed my own path, and uh, just decided to start my own. And, um, you know, it was a bit of a learning curve at first because I just started out doing photos. Mm-hmm. But then I branched out into video and then learning the drone, of course, the 360 virtual tours. You know, my mom's a graphic designer, so I've always kind of had that uh, creative side. And then I went to school for business, mm-hmm. uh, business management entrepreneurship. So then I just kind of combined those two uh, educational uh, backgrounds and skill sets and created the company <laughs> have you have you been in Florida all your life or uh, yeah basically was born in Brooklyn but I moved here in uh, 87 I was like three years old so nice. basically flirting yeah <laughs> Got it. I'm from yeah. Colorado and I moved into Colorado I was born in 88 so 
um, but I've been here for 10 years now. It's been, time flies so quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this area, we, we came here, in, um, like I said, back in 87 in Palm Beach Gardens, mm-hmm. and there was nothing. So to see all the development and where the city is going, you know, Palm Beach Gardens, Jupiter, West Palm, et cetera. And even Westlake, there's a lot of construction going on out there. It's very exciting. How many years have you been doing real estate photography? Um, probably like around five, five, just about. So that's good. That's, that's a, in yeah. real estate photography world, I feel like that's a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, in the 2000, between like 2010, 2015, there, there weren't as many people doing it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of kind of just exploded I mean because you know first of all the market down here is, is really hot in South Florida there's a lot of beautiful properties that you could photograph you know you got your Jupiter, um, Jupiter of course with the lighthouse and the waterfront properties and all that and the beautiful homes in Boca so I, I think this market lends itself to the real estate uh, media business photography videography yeah so. yeah and I I I've been you know my other business that I do with the the photography thing well I've been in it maybe just a year yeah a year and a half and just especially with COVID coming on it just makes a whole lot more sense and I think agents kind of see that it's like oh yeah you know now we got to do it (laughs) some of them some of them already discovered it's what they got to do but yeah yeah I, I feel very fortunate because you know obviously a lot of people are out of work right now, they've been furloughed, or their work's been drastically reduced. I'm, I'm in this position where I'm the busiest I've ever been because of COVID. Uh, there's just been a demand for virtual products, whether it's photos, videos, and even I got a huge uh, push for the 360 virtual tours, because mm-hmm. it's a good way for the realtors to hold an open house, a virtual open house. Mm-hmm. You know, like create the link, send it to them, and then they can send it out to potential buyers who can explore the property. And it's really helpful if, if they're far away and wouldn't be able to see the property anyway. Mm-hmm. So they can click through kind of, I always compare it to like Google Street View, where you mm. can kind of click through, but instead of going on a street, you're, you're kind of just exploring a house. That's a good comparison because yeah. I've found that many of us realtors, we don't really know what a virtual tour is. Yeah, well it, it's, the what do word, you the, define it kind, a, yeah, it kind, how the, do you define a virtual <laughs> tour? So okay, so the term gets used differently by different people. I think I think a lot of the confusion stems from MLS because of how they um, kind of use it on their mm-hmm. on their interface. I have realtor uh, clients that are friends as well, childhood friends, and they've been nice enough to kind of show me the interface so that I know how so I could properly like explain to my clients where they should paste the links and so forth and yeah in there the wording is kind of uh ambiguous so for me a a virtual tour is it could be like a a slideshow i like to use the word slideshow mm-hmm. where because when i when i deliver the, the um the photos to my clients i plug them into a slideshow with music so that seems to be like the consensus on what a virtual tour is like going you know you put the photos in order that makes sense and it kind of i feel like that's what the original term yeah has meant yeah and then but then you could do a video walkthrough which which is a virtual tour as well mm-hmm. but i like to use the word video walkthrough because it's kind of more descriptive 
Mm -hmm. And then finally, you could say 360 virtual tour, which is where okay. you do the Matterport or the other systems that exist, and you put the, the, the person in the driver's seat so they can click and explore the property however they want instead of like hitting play and however it was filmed, that's how it was filmed. People all often compare it to like a video game, which that, com that comes up a lot. So like that seems to be like what people think it looks like, like they're playing a game. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool to gamify the tour and make it interactive. So. It makes a lot of sense. I've, I have found that realtors have a lot of different takes yeah. on what they think works for them. Um, you know, I've come across some realtors who they're, you know, they get a, they get a video walkthrough on every home over a certain price point, but they won't touch Matterport or they'll do Matterport maybe, but they won't do. And then, they, then we have a lot who, you know, will do a lot of those slideshows. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me personally, but I guess it makes you feel good with the right kind of music. The cheesy I don't know. music. Yeah. I don't get it, but some people get it. Yeah. So I could see it attracting a certain, you know, a certain buyer. Yeah. I mean, and everyone has different budgets. You know, you got your budget uh, conscious agents. You have your luxury agents that obviously they get bigger listings. So that opens up their budget, opens them up to maybe investing in a video mm -hmm. instead of just photos you know I, since i'm a creative i just love video because i can be so much more creative with it mm -hmm. and you and you, you know you have a video background too so i'm sure you can relate like i like to cut to the music to the beats mm -hmm. so like the you know you cut into like a certain instrument a drum or what have you and then the scene changes and then you have like a like a cymbal crashing and you extend that scene you know what i mean yeah yeah so in it, it kind of um it engages the viewer more, kind of puts them on the edge of the seat and they want to keep watching. And with mm -hmm. Facebook, you can actually, with Facebook analytics, you can actually uh, analyze that to see how long the average person is actually watching the video. Like where they dropped off maybe yeah, or... Exactly. Okay. Like kind of like a bounce rate for a website. You see how long they're on the site before they leave. Mm -hmm. Kind of with Facebook, you can do the same to Facebook video. And right. analyze that. So I mean, you want people to watch it, just you know, all the way through. But you know, people are busy, have short attention spans. So I usually try to keep it to like two, two minutes max a video. And I, I feel like that's a that feels like a good time, you know, for for a video walkthrough. And I think at the so the way that I've you know seen it, I've seen the the. There's sort of two types of properties you have. You've got your luxury, your high-end luxury. Like for mm. for Florida, maybe that's over two or three million. Maybe that's not over a million. I don't know anymore. I'm not sure. We're in Florida. Someone What's told considered me luxury. Someone told me six fifty and above, seven and above. Seven and above is luxury. Is luxury. But then you got like you know your Miami Beach, Star Island, like ultra luxury, like ten mm. mil, four or five, ten mil. You know. And I feel like the higher you get, the more creative you are because yeah. you're not selling the home. You are, but you're selling a lifestyle that yeah. goes with that home. Yeah. So when sure. you know, so if you've got a, let's say you have like a sub five hundred thousand dollar home that needs a video, are you approaching that different than you would a high end luxury, or do you kind of approach it the same? Um. Yeah, I think I would approach it a little differently, maybe.
like you said, for the higher end luxury, try to create more of a lifestyle mm-hmm. type of vibe. Uh, a lot of times the realtor will suggest, hey, can we put an exotic vehicle in the car? You know, so, um, but yeah, I think like as long as you provide, we're good. (laughs) Yeah. All day long. Can I drive it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. But I mean, it's not, it's not a vast difference, but yeah, I would approach it just, just a little bit differently to create that, that vibe, that lifestyle vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you feel with the agents that come to you for all of the, so obviously most of the agents that come to you are coming for the photography. You probably don't have a lot who come just for video and not photography. Maybe you do. What is that, for all those agents that come, what is the main reason they're saying, hey, I need video, I need, especially during COVID? Video over photo? Um, I think. Like not over photo, but, but you know, they're adding video. Maybe they're doing adding, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't really promote just the video package mm-hmm. you know all my, 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 my video package includes photos so um when they i think let me think here so for video it's i think the the main factor is the listing price you know the commission that they stand to make which which is understandable you know i understand that realtors have budgets and you know they they have marketing dollars they spend in other areas, whether it's lead gen or direct mailers, what have you. So the higher the listing price, the more they could potentially make on a commission. So it opens them up mm-hmm. to, to doing video. Um, but I mean, if it were me, I mean, f- that's why I call my photo package the essential package. So the photos is definitely essential. You know, you and I know that homes with professional photography sell 32% faster, 61% more views online, 39% closer to the listing price, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So um, I just think that if you have a house that's half a mil or higher and you do video, it kind of puts you in a better position to close that deal. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, from, you know, I'd like your input from the realtor perspective, wouldn't that be a, like a better look for you as a realtor if you have your, your um, your seller who has that luxury property and then you decide to invest in video instead of photo. I think that kind of makes you look pretty good. Yeah, so this is my perspective on video and photo. I think like all of those stats are true, but what's interesting about those stats that I have in the research I've done is that those are true, but what's also true is what we were talking about earlier about where your clients come from. You know, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your you know, 20% yeah. of your clientele. Yeah, 80-20. The thing with realtors is 80% of the realtors do 20% of the business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or wait, wait, 20%. I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Okay. 20% of the realtors do 80% yeah, yeah. of the business. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, everyone else is going after the rest. And yeah, everyone yeah. else is like your part-time realtor who, yeah. you know, they don't, or, you know, they're, or the struggling first-time realtor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what I feel about, you know, about photography, media, all of that when it comes to me and producing my listings, it's probably a big portion of it is going to be about brand. My brand. Absolutely. Brand. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, like let's say the MLS was filled with everyone and photos wasn't a thing. The homes are still gonna sell. Yeah. Just the whole market would be at that level of, you know, 
Yeah, of like it was selling. the 90s. You have to go through the mm -hmm. books to look at the right. information. Right. And so, or you'd have to go visit the property to really yeah. see what it's like. So, I've always argued that photos in and of themselves do not sell the property by itself, right? So, sure. it does. It's almost like, like you said, it's essential. It's the bottom bar. Yeah. It's, it's the, the lowest wise, level yeah. you should be at. Yeah. It's a given. Like, Photography is important from when it comes to marketing. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna put in a product, if you're gonna put in a property description mm -hmm. of your listing, you better have photos too. Like it's just, it's bottom, it's the yeah. bottom rung of where you should be. And sure. with so many, like you said, with so many photographers out there, the price has been driven down. I mean, it used to cost you five or six hundred dollars to get photography of a home. I would say, like yeah, five probably, yeah. six years ago, yeah. that's probably the case. Now. You know, you're you could probably get an essential package for one fifty to two hundred dollars. Yep. Cheaper with some with some photographers, just like in the real estate industry where you've got these four percent realtors, or I've seen some at like three or three and a half percent. However, they do that. Yeah. Um. But so it's so affordable right now. Sure. You know. Yeah. And. But it all comes back to brand. To Absolutely. Me. Yeah. You know, it's about getting the next listing, you know, and I think that there's more power in getting the next listing for great media than there is selling the current listing. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you're at that listing I wish everyone thought like that. <laughs> well, and they, and they should. Yeah. They should because, and I, I would say, I, I don't do this with every listing of mine. I did it with my last one. It depends on the situation. If you're like tenant occupied, there's some limitations on what you can do. Sure. But... If you're doing a walk, I would say, like, I don't know if you offer the service, but I would say if an agent is doing a real estate video, they need to do some sort of agent introduction. They need to put their face in the video somehow. That, from a branding perspective, makes a, a lot of sense. Yeah. makes 100%. Yeah. And, like, I would encourage you, offer a service that allows them, maybe you add another 50 bucks or 75 bucks to your video package. Let them stand in front of the camera and just introduce the property. That's it, 30 seconds, mm -hmm. and they're done. You don't wanna get too complicated with a full walkthrough of them walking through the property because that gets very intensive in the editing process, I would think, and from my experience. But it's all about brand. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. Absolutely, or take it a step further, bring them into like a studio recording booth and have them do like a narration, mm -hmm. you know? Not a not every agent will be open to that, but I mean, if you really want to brand yourself and, and separate yourself from the pack, I mean, definitely. The I'm, agents I'm, now who are gonna be, okay, so, and all the agents that I kind of know, the ones that are super successful right now, mm -hmm. they're doing like photos and video on every list, almost every listing. It's just standard. It's done, 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 like they just do it. Sure. Right, it's not even a question. It's like built in. They don't worry about it. They don't, They maybe they lose the listing down the road, but they're so busy, they're so packed that it doesn't even matter, right, that cost. Sure. So they, they were the agents who discovered photo and video probably 10 to 15 years ago. They, they were probably, ahead, of, ahead of the curve, yeah. They probably did it before anyone else did. Yeah, that's where, I think that's where 360 is going. Like mm -hmm. the agents that are adopting that are the ones that will find mm -hmm. success 
And the interesting thing now is that I think a lot of successful agents that are that have been doing that for 10 years, some of them aren't realizing that curve. They're not realizing the change in the 360 tours and all of that. Yeah. So they're not necessarily adding those services. So there's an opportunity of education there, even for the ones who've been in the game for a long time. Sure. You know, because I think there's also like this other new people my age who are getting into real estate. Are you you're considered Gen Z or millennial? Am I? I don't even know. I, I think I'm, a, I'm on the cusp. I'm like an old millennial. An old millennial? Yeah. So I was born in 88. What does that make me? Okay. You're millennial. I'm millennial. I'm yeah. like on the... You're like an average millennial. Like average I'm, age. <laughs> average age. <laughs> I'm an average millennial. I'm on the cusp. I like and people... I have an older brother, so I kind of adopted some of, you know, from his generation. He's uh -huh. uh, Gen X, I think it is. Right. I feel like we're. I feel like we're the last generation that like played outside. <laughs> we are. And like, I don't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, we try to get our kid outside. But, man, <laughs> Florida heat. But is... I think our generation has a bit of an edge when it comes to using social media as marketing tools. You know, mm -hmm. going back to branding. My agents that take the videos that I produce for them, photos and/or videos, drone media, what have you, and then they take it upon themselves to share that in multiple channels, whether it's their Facebook, YouTube, etc. And some of, I have one that even goes as far as to like boost that post, which is great for me because then I'm getting more exposure. People ask her, oh, who did that video for you, blah, blah. It's just, it puts her in such a better position to, to sell that home with that much more exposure. Mm -hmm. And she's a, she's a rock star. Mm -hmm. she, she crushes it mm -hmm. in it. Uh, it has to do with her capitalizing on social media. I mean, she's not a, she's not a millennial. She's probably in her 40s, mm -hmm. early 40s. But she gets it. But yeah, she understands it. She realizes how valuable it is. She understands Facebook analytics, etc. So, What would you say to realtors? Because that, that's a really good point. Because I feel like realtors get their photos and they think they've done a great job at marketing. Once they get their photos, how do you recommend they use it to mac other than the MLS to maximize their exposure, I would say definitely Facebook. Uh, if it's in their budget, maybe boost the posts so they get more exposure. Organic uh, views are always good, but if you can try and boost them to get more exposure, um, maybe in your email have like a little link to your tours so mm -hmm. all the emails that you guys send out get some exposure that way. Uh, IG, definitely. I think IG is on the rise as far as uh, realtors using it as a tool. Mm -hmm. You know, it's what happened with Facebook is kind of happening with Instagram. Remember how with Facebook, first only like young people had it, and then like your mom and dad started going on there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So try and do that with definitely with IG, and you know, experiment with others. You know. Um, maybe try something creative uh, with Snapchat or even TikTok. I, I know those are, we're still kind of, in my opinion, we're still kind of far before those really explode mm -hmm. as far as like a marketing avenue cool. for agents. Yeah. But the, I actually read an article, there was a, there was a local realtor who um, invested in this kid. I guess he has like millions of followers. He's a local kid from Jupiter on TikTok. And okay. she paid him to do like, a TikTok of a property or something, and she got like an insane amount of exposure. 
from paying the TikTok. That's a really good idea. Yeah, see, that's taken outside the box. Yeah. You know, and not only did she get exposure from the from the TikTok personality in because of all the, his followers, but then like the press did like uh, caught onto that and and then I guess interviewed her on how she did that. You know, so yeah, definitely. That's yeah, smart. especially for these high end luxury homes. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it was, but. I feel like every TikTok that I watch is some kid in some high school. <laughs> <home. So, Yeah. laughs> like all these rich and they kids. tell their parent, "Hey, mom, look at this house." You know, you know. <laughs> Rented an Airbnb for a day. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, but definitely, um, I'm glad you mentioned the whole branding thing because one thing I come across if uh, a uh, objection when I'm selling my services, you know, starting with the photography, they'll say, "Oh, you know." I can sell the house with my with my uh, photos from my cell phone, mm-hmm. which is absolutely true. I'm not going to argue that. But what I respond to that, my rebuttal to that is, well, with with HDR f- photography, mm-hmm. you can sell it a lot faster. Mm-hmm. You know, so which puts you in a position to sell more listings in a year, and also improve your reputation. You know, and as this agent that's you know moving. Well, the let's talk about that for a minute. What you know. What are the reasons why you wouldn't want to use your cell phone, even if it's a good cell phone? Let's say it does a little bit of HDR action, you know? Yeah, they are getting, yeah, this, yeah. the cell phones are getting better. Yeah, but even <laughs> with that, even with that, what is the benefit of bringing on a professional photographer to all of your listings, no matter the list price? Okay, well, first of all, I mean, the sensor, you can't really compare on a DSLR to a cell phone. Mm-hmm. The quality on a professional camera is much better. Um, I would bring on a pro because a lot of the magic happens in post-production. Mm-hmm. So unless you want to take time away from you know your real estate business, you know, to be in front of a computer editing photos, then the pro can. That's what they do. You know, it's it's important in business to delegate tasks as much as you can. So the pro will knows how to do the edits, knows how to, you know, to combine the HDR brackets, which is the industry standard. Could you explain how HDR works for anyone who may not understand yeah, so or even know what that term means? Yeah, high dynamic range. So basically there's a setting on the camera called AEB, auto exposure bracketing. You could set it for three, bra- three brackets, five or seven brackets, meaning uh, different exposures. Mm-hmm. So you're taking five separate photos or seven separate yeah. photos of the same scene. Yeah, so okay. I, uh, the same angle, yeah. So I do seven, and that way you get an image that's optimal because you're getting you know a foreground that's in focus and background. That's why it's the industry standard in real estate photography. Mm-hmm. Not so much in other areas, but for real estate, you know, you want everything in focus, you want everything to pop, so that's why it's so popular. Yeah. yeah, and that's what gives you, from what I like, from what I know, it's what gives you the ability to look at a room. You have a big, beautiful ocean view. You can expose that ocean view exactly, and expose the room at the same time. And exactly. that's a lot of, I mean, done right. That's a lot of post-production work. Yeah. Yeah. Color correcting. Do you have any cropping to do? If, you know, if uh, Rusty the dog gets in the shot, <laughs> I had to edit out. Uh, I didn't realize what the dog was in the sliding glass window. <laughs> and then That's the, the realtor was like, can you edit the dog out? I was like, 
All right, for you, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, in my own photography business, I had a cat one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And weirdly enough, I someone either didn't notice it or... But basically, it sold the house because the buyer loves cats, and they yeah. just like identified it was a weird, it was a weird fluke. But <laughs> anyways, um, yeah. So HDR, that's. I mean, I think when HDR came out, that was probably. I don't even know when it came out. It's been around for a while. Yeah. But beforehand, I think we were just doing camera on a tripod with a flash thrown back and then you just pop it once you know yeah or maybe you didn't even do that i don't know i think probably well architectural photographers have been around for a while but i just i think that they don't gravitate towards realtors necessarily because the budgets tend to be less as opposed to like builders mm-hmm. you know and plus an architectural photographer he's going to show up with all these different lights, lighting equipment. Mm-hmm. He may come on a different day when the lighting is better, different times, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a lot more involved, which means it's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, with the advent of HDR photography, then that allowed for budget-friendly photography service. Yeah, and it's so budget-friendly these days, I feel. I mean, I feel like it's the best deal ever. Yeah, you know, it's a no-brainer for me. I mean, and go, yeah, Going back to what you said about branding, um, so obviously with the HDR photos, it's going to make the listing pop, you have a better chance of selling, etc. That's the short-term play, but for me, it's also a long-term play, because mm-hmm. you know, if Brandon is known as always having photos and or videos, 360s, drone, then realtor or uh, buyers may, or you know, sellers may gravitate towards you mm-hmm. because they know that hey this guy he's going to invest in all this media you're going to have that reputation it's going to improve your brand obviously it takes time it's a long-term play mm-hmm. but that to me will separate yourself and it costs it costs money right so and that's why i feel that even when i have a smaller listing it's hard to come out of pocket for that maybe your commission after sure. splitting with the other realtors only let's say it's twenty five hundred dollars yeah. If you're spending 500 with video and photo and 362 yeah. and all of that, that seems like a big chunk. Yeah. After your broker takes another 20% or whatever. Where would you is. say that what price range of a house would fall into that category? Like 250 and under, 3 and under? No, higher than that. So yeah. you, actually you probably would have to be around 150. Yeah. Because if you're at if you're like at close to 200, then you're overall commission is still going to be like seven or eight thousand yeah so and then you split that and you're like a four or five yeah so you know but i think a lot of realtors look at their split with their commission their insurance their all these other random yeah fees that the they realtor have. dues and, and by the time they're done they're yeah, like yeah. what do i have left and marketing is one of the biggest expenses when it comes to a per listing deal yeah right like that's the biggest thing they're going to see taken out other than their probably their broker's commission, you know, their, their broker's side. So, but I still say if you, this is where you also have to look at it. If you do great photography and great video for mm-hmm. your $500,000 client, yeah, but you don't for your $150,000 client, 
what does that $150,000 client think about you or say about you? Yeah. And that referral is to me and that customer satisfaction to me is more important. Now, maybe you don't need to do all of the same things. Maybe you don't need to do a full-on video. Maybe you don't need to do a full-on 360, depending on the home. But if you can bring to bear, like I know, I know a realtor right now who tries his best to give a level of service to all his clients. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the budget just isn't there, and you, you do yeah. your best. But you just have that mentality of all my clients are worthy of my best effort, no matter what. Sure. Because they're gonna bring that next client. It's and yeah. when you're when you're you know when when you're look, dealing with these hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollar homes, you have to you have to think the the long game on those because maybe it's not worth it. Yeah. In, in some terms, maybe it's not worth it. Sure. But it's it's about that brand and that customer service. I mean, that's what real estate's all about. I I feel it's it's all about customer service. Absolutely. You know. And I also have I have a package that caters to those listings in the um, you know hundred thousand dollar range. Mm-hmm. Where it's what does all, that look it's like? Just, it's just ten photos. Mm-hmm. You know, just get the photos, no slideshow, bare bones. So that way, are those know. HDR photos? Yeah. Okay. HDR, fully edited, color corrected. Ten photos. Know. So those are good for your your condos that are like yeah. a one bedroom or two yeah. bedroom deals. Rental. Um, Rental listings, etc. And how much is that right uh, now? Right now, it's about I want to say give or take a hundred. I don't do many of them, so I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good entry point, though. For yeah, you know, and I feel like for a new realtor who doesn't have a big budget, they're looking at that price and they're like, you know what, I can do that to make my first listing look yeah. great, or I can do that for my rentals to look great. Yeah, you know, because rentals, you're right, they don't get yeah. near the commission they would, you know, on a on something like that. Yeah, I think I chart. Yeah, it's like between. I think it's like one more like one one twenty five around there, which I think is pretty good. Um, it's very good. Just you know, to to go out there to travel, shoot it, travel back, edit it. When you break down the amount of hours, man hours that goes into it, you know, it's, it's you're a, two hours in. Yeah, at it's least. a it's a good de- it's a pretty good deal, you know, depending on how far it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely a good option there yeah and it keeps it keeps all your your clients nice and happy for sure um and i i think that's the name of the game in every industry related real estate related industry customer service in my mind is far more important customer service and relationships are far more important yeah than the actual work that you do (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's uh i would say yeah it's it's a differentiator you know there are a few realtors who know the difference between a good real estate photo and a great real estate photo. Yeah, I mean that's I not say. their that's not their core competency. Mm-hmm. It's not what they do every day, day in and day out, you know. So I'm all about empathy. I try to put myself in their shoes, realize and be cognizant that they have budgets, you know, that they're spending a lot of their hard earned money in other areas like lead gen and what have you. So what is the main what is the main, I, I want to say pushback, it's not like really the right word, but what is the main objection, objection that people are like, oh, I don't need photography, or are they not, you, do you even have those conversations because they're yeah. probably not calling you? Um, yeah, well, when I'm trying to, you know, when I'm, gen, when I'm just making calls or sales calls or networking, drumming up business, a lot of times they, they say they could do it themselves or with their cell phone uh, 
or I'll get a pushback on the price. Of course, price is number one objection. <laughs> but uh, like we said earlier, you know, it's it's it makes sense to hire a pro and delegate it out because you the time that you would spend doing the photos yourself and editing them and all that, you could spend that time acquiring more business on the real 100%. estate side. And so. I I say that owning my own photography company and being a realtor. I did my own real estate photos. Yeah, so you have a good uh, perspective yeah. on both. You think that that would be a really good idea. And it kind of is. Yeah, it, yeah, it depends. I mean, and again, if if it's um if it's be due to budgetary constraints, mm-hmm. then you know, I understand that, you know. Well, and the interesting thing is while I was doing it, like Obviously, and I have other realtors who kind of be, oh, you have all this background, like, oh, that's gonna be so great for you, so great for you. I'm like, yeah, it's true, it is true, but you know what, like, once I become successful at this and I'm doing multiple listings, yeah. you know, hopefully multiple listings per month or yeah. whatever it is, like, I'm not gonna be doing this myself. <laughs> like, I just what you won't. gotta do is train someone to be you. Uh, yep. <laughs> to do Or hire you. you. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> I was doing that and I'm like, this is a lot of hard work. Yeah. You know, even with all of the tricks that I know and all of the ways that I know how to turn something around quick and like I can turn around a video in a day if I have to, like I can do it. I think I did, like I think I edited it like in an evening or two. The same day? I, it was quick. That's impressive. I don't, same day I don't video remember, turn around. <laughs> I don't remember, but I did it quick. <laughs> um, I've done next day and video, that was which is With like an agent but... intro, I can do yeah. it next day. Yeah. Um, but I was like, man, if I did this all the time, I would be worn out and yeah. I couldn't do it. I mean, you're right. With the current listing I have now where I have photos on it, I have in the last two or three days, I've probably gotten, I don't, I want to say five to 10 separate people yeah. just texting or calling me about the home in some form or fashion. Yeah. And I'm just like you know writing down in my book like yeah, oh this yeah. person at this time this person at this time this person you're at putting this time. out so many fires yeah and fires is like good i never understood that term <laughs> realtors would say to me like you know oh i gotta put out a fire how to put a fire and that's a better term to view it as other than making it super stressful I'm like yeah how to put out a fire that's so you're a fireman it makes so much sense as yeah. a realtor to put out fires sure um, but just the benefit of time. And I realized that even if you're a realtor and you know what you're doing, which most of them don't, and if they say they do, they don't <laughs> usually actually know. I've, I've seen one or two realtors who have their own drone, have their own whatever, and they just, they don't know how to use yeah, it. Yeah, I had, yeah. I had a client that crashed it. He may have crashed more than one. He's like, man, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and actually, technically See, speaking, you're supposed to have your FAA Part 107 drone license to use it commercially. Mm-hmm. So, and if you and I, I, realtors and other people don't realize that I don't think, and mm-hmm. that's super important because not mm-hmm. only are you like you're liable, like you become liable, yeah. your clients that you're shooting for can become liable, like it's. It, you might be able to get away with it for the next year or so, but yeah. the amount of money that I think they're going to start pumping into the regulation of this, with yeah. UPS being, Ooh, yeah, it's Walmart, just a matter of time. Amazon, yeah, the it's technology preceded the legislation mm-hmm. when it comes to drones, but yeah, it's just a matter of time. 
just a matter of time before you won't even be able to take off without a verified license number or something yeah. restrictive like that, which I'm not 100% <laughs> happy about. Did you see the vest coming. I got? The no. neon yellow uh, drone vest? No, I need to get one. No, what did it say? Uh, I, I now, whenever I fly, I have the drone vest on the back. It says professional FAA licensed drone pilot. Do not disturb. <laughs> and then I, I, I have, And then I have my drone license in my little transparent pocket. Oh, so and smart. it has pockets for your batteries. So if you, you know, you got to switch out the battery, do like a drone around. I'm going to get me one. Yeah, so... I haven't been harassed as much lately with that. Yeah, I, uh, People I, think I'm like spying on them. I'm like, no, I'm just taking photos for a realtor. Yeah, I thought about getting one that said FP&L on it because then they really wouldn't be allowed. Because for some reason, they respect the power company. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, you're looking at power lines. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just did a shoot yesterday, and there's two or three neighbors who were, who were watching. They were doing a new roof. That's I was doing it for a roof client. Nice. And they were... Yeah, drone inspection, uh, roof inspections you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know a home inspector who does it with his drone. He has his part 107 and stuff, nice. which I was a little surprised at just because most people just don't know, you know. Yeah. But he has his part 107 and he inspects roofs, you know, and he just gets out there with the drone instead of having to climb up on the roof. Yeah. Um. But they were mostly paying attention to the to the roof job that was going on. I'm like, man, they're gonna come up to me. They're gonna try to start the conversation, and I never have a good <laughs> comeback. Like, because I get really nervous when someone comes up to me and I'm flying. Yeah. Because they're usually very confrontational about it. They're usually like, hey, what are you doing in my neighborhood? Like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know? I get that. Um, Just a quick drone story real real, real fast. I was taking (laughs) photos for another roofing company. And... um, just happened to have the HOA president drive by. Get out. Yeah, and it was weird because he was like pulling this trailer and it was really weird. Like he didn't seem like he would be the HOA president. <laughs> but he, he goes by and then he turns back and he just starts, you know, you know, what are you doing? We've been seeing drones around here. Da, 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 da. I'm, just, I'm just shooting for this guy, you know, whatever. And he was asking me about names and all, like, who was it? Who's the owner? Where are they? You know, I didn't really want to give up that information because, like, for all I know, you're going to call them out at the next HOA meeting and it's going to be a yeah. big problem. And then you're going to knock on someone's, like, I just, yeah. So he ends up calling the cops on me. Really? He did, yeah. Yep. Calls the cops on me. I'm not really worried about it because I know I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything wrong. No, you have your license. I have my oh. license. You know, I'm. They don't own the airspace. They don't own the airspace, <laughs> but I. No, yeah. But I think they have friends on the force or something because <laughs> I pack up and I go. And yeah. I'm like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And I mean, I understand the privacy concerns. You know, I do my best not to like hover low over someone else's house. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Especially if there's kids, that can get very sensitive. Yeah, and that's understandable. Yeah, I understand. And I try to be careful, you know, with... And I, I think from now on I've decided that I'm just going to be like, hey, I'd love to talk to you about it. I just need to land the craft first because <laughs> I get nervous. Yeah. And yeah. then we can talk about it, you know. Just yeah. stand off for a few minutes. Yeah. And... Um, but anyways, I get out of the neighborhood... Well, they had given my description and everything, so I get pulled over. No way. Like 10 minutes later. Wow. And this is what we deal with, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, I sort of played dumb at first. Like, yeah. so, hey, like, 
were you bought in this area? I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, how'd you get in? I'm like, well, I had this code. It's like, oh, there's no code that gets you in. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but this code got me in because <laughs> yeah. it was a code that the builder had given me from the owner, you know. So it ended up being okay, you know. It was a little weird because the cop, like, took my phone and called the builder. It was really awkward. I'm like, that's a little bit of an overreach just to, like, grab my phone out of my hand. Like, wow. It was kind of weird. Yeah. But... It all ended good because the cop is a realtor and I gave him my business card. There you go. And it worked out. So always just be, next time always be before I go in that neighborhood, yeah. we're going to, you know, make sure that we're, we go in a little bit, you know, better. I don't know how, I guess call the HOA or whatever we need to do. Just um, get a vest, man. Amazon. Or get a vest <laughs> and then hide behind a big tree. Yeah. I get it though. You know, you, you got... You got all these drones flying around. You know, what are you doing? Are you looking at me? And, yeah, you yeah. know, and most of the time, like all of the time, actually, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not looking at your house. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'm looking at this house. This is the only house I'm looking at. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's just something that we're gonna have to get used to. Yeah. Because it's it's gonna Drone, be UPS yeah. and Amazon next. Yeah. So, and the skies are gonna get a little populated with. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's good or bad for us. I think it's mm. not great for us. I yeah, think a it, might, lot of, it might be more restrictive. We'll, we'll have I think to a lot of that. recreational flying is probably not going to happen as much. Yeah. Which is a shame because that's sort of, that's the whole spirit, yeah. I feel like, behind flying even, just in general, flying an actual plane. You know, there's a lot of sport behind it. Yeah. And same thing with drone. Yeah. I mean, I think drone has been great, like, for for as far as like stimulating the economy, all the jobs and stuff, you and I have been able to create these businesses that Mm -hmm. use drones and generate revenue for us. And um, have you ever noticed how drone pictures get more likes on social media? The aerial shots, just because you you can get- That makes sense. You can get such a a beautiful shot on a property that's um, waterfront or on a big chunk Mm -hmm. of land like out west and Jupiter Farms or Palm Beach Country Estates, you get you get a you really get a feel for how big the property is and how much land it's on. So uh, going back to branding, I think that that it's great to have aerial media for your brand to show off those properties with that perspective. Yeah. You know, because before drones, you'd have to hire a, a helicopter, and it wasn't as common. You didn't really see aerial imagery all that much. You weren't even able to even get those straight down looks. Yeah. Not real, like not as much. Yeah, exactly. You know? I love doing the bird's eye on like a, a big property on a big piece of land and then putting the border around mm-hmm. so you get an it idea of a lot. Yeah, so, um, and going, um, I like staying on this topic of branding because I feel it's so important. Have you ever noticed how the, the, the top players in this area, in this space, as far as real estate brokers go, they all use professional photography real estate photography consistently and most of the time they ha- they hire the same person because that they mm-hmm. they're confident in that company's quality mm-hmm. so what you'll notice is the top players they understand how important it is because they don't want to dilute their brand mm-hmm. if they're always if all their agents are always getting real estate photography and I think the way that they do that I don't know if correct me if I'm wrong but I think the broker like pays for it. They front them the money. Maybe when the deal closes, maybe the broker gets it back. I don't know. For some brands, yeah, that 
for some teams or brands that can happen. Yeah. You're giving up more of your commission if you do it that way. Okay. But they'll they'll take care of your marketing. Like I yeah. believe Echofine Properties may do this. Yep. Um, they have their in-house production. They have their uh, in-house production, and then yeah. I think Waterfront Properties. Yep. May and they're do they're that. two big players in the space. Also, um, uh, what's it called? Lang Realty, I believe, always hires the same professional company. So compare that to a brokerage that leaves it up to the realtor mm -hmm. to decide. So some realtors might be using their cell phone, other realtors in that brokerage might be hiring a pro, they might be hiring, others might be hiring different pros with subpar quality. So it, you kind of get you know, images that are all over the board quality-wise. But if you're always paying the same pro, then it kind of mm -hmm. streamlines it that. makes your brand look consistent. Exactly. So it's a long-term play and over time I know reap the benefits. There's a few people who stand out on Instagram that are very good at, at this. So Echofine is one of them. Mm -hmm. Lang, Lang does not have, they may have some recommended people because I've shot for Lang agents before and I'm yeah. not their sole person. Um, so Compass has a pretty tight rein on their, like in order to get on their list, I think, I don't, have you ever shot for any Compass agents? Maybe a few, I'm not sure. I believe they have to draw from their approved photographers. Okay. And it's a little hard to get a hold of the right people to get on that list, but uh, the Meyer Lucas team from Compass here in Jupiter, yep. they, use the same photographer I believe mm -hmm. yeah and their branding is very consistent across the board yeah. and I believe all of compass compass is very heavy on their marketing budget they're like so a they're, they're kind of like a new they're pretty new their they, business model yeah. is a little different right I don't know the exact business model okay. I just know that compass as a full company they they kind of go into an area they identify the big successful teams and then they yeah offer them a really good deal to come to Compass. Gotcha, gotcha. And, um, but I would say that they're, they're, how do you say, their selling point is that their marketing is usually really good and on point. Uh, they put a lot of dollars behind that, you know, whether it's from beginning to end, from photography to social media, turning those photos into something that is very usable for social media. Sure. And, you know, moving on down that so they don't just stop it oh hey I got photos no they're turning those photos into Instagram stories yeah into I think it's important for things. the broker to do that to really if they want to yeah if they want to leverage the power brand. of social media yeah mm -hmm. yep for sure yeah brand I mean I feel like that's photography is sort of the beginning point mm -hmm. of your for me as a realtor to begin that brand awareness, you know? Sure, and, and even podcasts like you're doing now. And podcasts. This is great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, this Audio. Whole, yeah, this Power whole thing of audio came and video. You could whole, actually, you could take, you could strip the audio from this podcast and then distribute it, you know, little little clips of it. How Gary V, shout out to Gary V. <laughs> yeah. How he suggests, you know, you take the audio, certain clips, certain highlights of the podcast and then share that amongst different channels, et cetera. Yeah, and I plan on doing that when I have the time to edit those. Yeah. I know that, so that's sort of what I'm doing with the video as well. I'm sort of going Gary V, Joe Rogan, 
approach where Love you know Jordan. we talk about a topic I break it down into a smaller video yeah and we blast that out as yep. as a video yep you know get those get that YouTube awareness get the iTunes awareness get the social awareness get all you know yeah because if you're gonna make a piece of content this is true for real estate too and I feel like this is true of what you offer yeah you take your content and if you only use it for one purpose then you're wasting your money yeah you know like if you're gonna take a video don't just put it on the MLS you know post it to your Facebook feed post it to your Instagram feed yeah. post it to IGTV post it email it to your grandma I don't know like <laughs> I think just, at some point it makes sense to also have a social media manager you know that mm-hmm. that job didn't exist 10 years ago but now it, it's uh, quite popular as a marketing company or as a video company would you ever offer that sort of service to realtors um, maybe well if I grow my operation and scale mm-hmm. then that could be something I offer because I kind of have like a the long-term vision I have for my company is like a creative agency, not not just for uh, realtors, but you know, expanding my clientele. You know, because I've been acquiring different clientele lately, like property managers, um, neighborhoods that I shoot for, business owners. You know, I did a I did a 360 virtual tour of Guanabanas. Oh, cool. Yeah, if you want to check that out, it yeah. looks beautiful. <laughs> Guanabana. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah. That's a pretty iconic place around here, so yeah. go check it out. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's kind of the... Is that on their website? Uh, I, I believe it's on their social... They've shared it on social before, okay. and they tagged me in. If you shoot me so. the link, I might be able to like put it in the show notes. Yeah. That way people can look yeah. at it and see what you do, because... Now, did you do the aerial 360 with that as well, or just on the Yeah, map? yeah, it starts off uh, with an aerial, like a So lower... share that, because I feel yeah. like that's, the way you do 360s, I've not heard this approach before, so I'd love to hear sort of how you approach your 360 tours. Okay, okay, so me and my colleague researched 360 technology to death. There's a lot of companies that you can partner with that offer the technology for you to be able to send the, uh, the the images to the to their cloud and they build it for you etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh, you know matterport is the name that most people recognize they do a great job marketing wise all the most if not all realtors know about matterport and so i narrowed it down to them and also another company called uh, virtual pictures or vpix mm-hmm. so the reason why i went the vpix route is because I mean I, I like to, I've always liked to stand out as a creative, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, di- I didn't really want to follow the herd with everyone doing Matterport. But the main reason was because with with uh, with VPix, I can start the tour in the air. So there's a way they found a way to integrate the drone technology into the 360 virtual tours. So you'll notice that with Matterport, all of their 360s start on the ground. So you're on the ground and you click the little circles and you explore. Now, if you have a property that's on the water on a big piece of land, I feel like it doesn't really do the property justice to just start on the ground. You know, why not start it in the air? Like the Guanabanas shoot I did. The opening shot, it's a beautiful shot of the front. You know, you could see the lighthouse in the back. You could see that there's water in the back. So you have the front aerial and then I also did a back aerial. And then when you click to the back aerial, 
you see the, the, the intercoastal there, you know, the paddle borders, etc. So it just, it gives it a, a much better feel, much better vibe. Are you so, doing that with your drone camera or do you have... It's a, it's a basically, so the DJI app, they have a panorama setting, but it's, a, it's, it's not the best option available from what I've heard. So there's a special app that you download. It's a paid app. And it works just like the DJI Go app where you you know you get the live feed and all that, but it has a special panorama feature. So I, I, I put the drone in the air. I just, I literally just hit a button and then the drone just takes, uh, I think it's 20 something images, mm. panoramic images. That's cool. Yeah, and then in post, I stitch them all together. Okay. Yeah, and also another reason why I chose VPix is because um, you have more creative control. So with, virtual, so with uh, Matterport, they build the tour for you. But with VPix, they train you on how to use their back office system on how to basically assemble the tour. So I'm assembling the tour, picking the panos, which ones. Mm -hmm. And also, if I don't want to sit there and click my way through a big property, there's a little drop-down menu in the top right where you can pick and jump around and warp to different areas. Oh, that's cool. So let's say, you know, you're in front of Guanabana's. Oh, I want to I wanna warp to the Tiki Dining Hut. You click on the top right menu, the drop-down menu, and you, you select that area, and then it takes you there. And also, you can get really creative with it. I, I can do blended 360 virtual tours where in the virtual tour is a video. So I click on a play icon. Like I did a restaurant in West Palm. Or no, I'm sorry, in Delray, wooden fire. You're walking through the restaurant. When you get to the kitchen, you see the, the fire oven. There's a play icon on there. Kind of looks like a YouTube logo. Click on it. Boom. The fire starts playing in the wood oven. That is so cool. Yeah. I feel like... You can integrate photos. I could, I could, do, I could uh, integrate a video of a realtor speaking. Say, hey, welcome to my 360 virtual tour. <sighs> I love that. Uh, yeah, so it's I love it's it's that. yeah, it's different. You could do I mean, this gets work intensive and it gets Yeah. You would want to charge for this, but I mean, I could see you doing an agent a little mini agent video for every room. So they're going through the virtual tour. Yeah, yeah. You have the agent there, you press the play button, he talks about just that room. I did exactly that what you're describing for the Kids Cancer Center in Royal Palm Beach. Okay. Where it's uh, it's amazing. a it's a place where kids who are dealing with cancer can go and kind of get their mind away from that, and uh, they can play. There's different games and game rooms, and they they can do their homework and all that. And the 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 two girls that were part of that kids cancer center were explaining every room. So in every room there was a video, and there's they were saying in this room you do this, in this room you do that. So it was really cool. To be a part of that. That's you know. really cool. I yeah. love that idea. I mean, especially for your homes that are unique, luxury, that have a lot of rooms and a lot of things to explain. Yeah. That to me is the best combination of 360 virtual with video. Yeah. I mean, I've, a lot of agents I th that do one or the other, I think they feel like they need to pick one or the other for budgetary reasons. Yeah. For whatever reason they have, yeah. But combining those two, um, I really like that. So yeah. maybe if I get a luxury listing, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll uh, or a listing that care. just has that size, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll get together and do something because yeah, um, 
that especially during COVID and wanting to keep down showings to really, you know, explain. I, I mean, going back a little bit to that aerial, that's that's a good thing to do because I have my home up in Hope Sound right now that it's an unpaved road. People either are okay with it or they hate it. Mm-hmm. It's like one or the other. Yeah. And being able to show, and I have aerials of it, so you think they would have looked at the aerials. I think they do. Maybe it doesn't get to do a good enough job of really showing how it feels. But being able to have something like that where you can, you know, maybe have a video on the outside explaining every step of the way. Sure. It's a little bit more work intensive, I yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. And also, but it's worth yeah. it for the right property. Sometimes there's more work involved in post production than actual production. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, you know, I think realtors um, can be aware of, you know, when you're, you know, putting themselves in our shoes, it's, it's a lot of time spent on the back end. So, you know, we have to charge accordingly for that. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. Yeah. But, you know, but also, you know, we have to, on the flip side, we have to provide a competitive price. So there's got to be obviously compromise yeah. on both sides. So, um, but yeah, I, one thing I want to touch on on 360s, which is really cool too, is just the, um, how creative you can get and, and how customizable it is, uh, the way that I, that I decided to do it. For example, in the um, Guanabanas tour, we created the, the, the arrows, the logos, the, the, the arrows that you click on mm-hmm. to navigate. So we looked at the colors that are in the logo and kind of went by that. So we chose the, mm-hmm. the arrows, created that in Photoshop. And then also we, we, um, we decided on like a drone icon that you see in the sky. So you click on that and that's what works you, that's what puts you in the sky if you're on the ground. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, so you can go from So it's branded and it's custom. Customized, yeah. I feel like as creatives, we love to have creative control. <laughs> Love to be able to customize and right. How yeah. long does it take you to go through and do a 360 tour? On the back end, production or post front end, front end. Like so, I'm thinking from a realtor's perspective. A lot of times, they want you to do a good job, but they want to be in and out within a certain time because yeah. they got to move on to the next thing. So yeah, yeah. How much time does that add to an, a real estate shoot? Um. I mean, the way that I do it, so with the Matterport, as you know, you click, you go out with your iPad, you click on the button and the camera does mm-hmm. the does the work, which... I've heard it takes a that, long time to do a Matterport. That, yeah, that you would think that it would, it would be kind of fast because the camera is just spinning around because it has a motor on it or whatever. But according, I've never actually done a Matterport, but I've seen people do it and I've subcontracted it out. I guess with Matterport, I don't know if the technology has been updated, but you have to, you have to um, do the scan every what eight feet? Yeah, five to that's eight what feet. I've seen in so all. So that of the... adds up, and then from a UX perspective, from a user experience perspective, to have someone sit there and click their way through can be a bit frustrating for that user, mm-hmm. especially for an older demographic, which they're the ones mostly buying the expensive homes they may not be um you know they may not be as open to like clicking their way through they might not have the patience yeah exactly so that's another reason why I like how i produce them is because you click you don't have to click as much mm-hmm. 
you click here and then you click there. There's only so many times you can click to see part of the, of the property. And then you have the drop down feature, which can take you anywhere. Now, I know a lot of realtors, the pushback they may give, especially if they're used to Matterport, would be floor plans and measurements, specifically floor plans. Do you have a solution for that? I, I do a 2D, I can do 2D and 3D floor plans, black and white and or color. Do you do them from your 3D tour or do you do them with a different technology? Uh, it's a different technology. Okay. The company that I partnered with, they referred me to another company that they work with for the floor plans. Okay. So yeah. Perfect. Oh, one thing is the, um, the, which I actually think is cool about Matterport is the dollhouse, but I'm working on a way to integrate that. Do, do you feel that the, the dollhouse feature is... I don't get it. Do you personally. like, like, do you think that, uh, do, um... Is there a lot of value in that to you as a realtor or other realtors out there? Or is that not? I can't speak for all realtors. I think there are some that like because it looks cool. I, I'm trying to think really more from the end of a user, from a buyer. And I guess I could see some benefit from it. You know, because you're able to see it from a perspective that's like, oh, this is here, this is here, and this is here. That's really the main benefit. Being Not so much that the that you're able to see all the details of it but that you're able to see where in the house this room is mm -hmm. which the floor plan accomplishes but maybe it doesn't accomplish to the greatest extent that a dollhouse would mm -hmm. um, I feel like a dollhouse is not a I, I don't I think some realtors would really care about it who are used to it but I think those who have never used it you know they're they're probably not one way or the other yeah I would say that the floor plan though yeah. is probably important. And as long as you have a solution to do that on the other end. Yeah, probably are, more so than the dollhouse, the floor plan. Yeah. And well, so does your does your walkthrough video or your walkthrough 360 tours, are they pretty competitive to Matterport? Are they the same? Are they less? Are they more? The 360s? Yeah. As far as the pricing goes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's on it's a sliding scale structure, very Mm -hmm. Like square footage, yeah, very X amount for okay. from zero to two thousand. And do you have hosting limits on that, or? Um, as of right now, no. But that's subject to change, just because what they charge me is based on X amount of uh, tours hosted. But mm -hmm. once a house sells, then I can remove that from okay. the number of tours that okay. are. Allotted. I know that's one of the Matterport's drawbacks is their hosting fees are somewhat hefty. Yeah. For you, you know, for people who are in the for real, us and real estate some, media we have business, to, we have to kind of put that back on the yeah. seller if it goes over a certain amount of time. Yeah, I haven't done Matterport yet, and I, I have on my photography business, I've been debating this because, I, I think I have at least one client who went in a different direction because the other company offered Matterport, okay, and I, I have offered like Zillow 3D up until now. It gets the job done, but it's not super high quality did you want to touch on that because zillow 3d are you familiar I, with zillow 3d i've seen it uh i know that competitors of ours offer it like you just mentioned but so uh, zillow, i don't know i like I, I i like putting out top quality it's not, top quality. <laughs> not nothing against zillow 3d but no because in our business in the media business when you're producing all this media that's kind of you're kind of marketing your business. 
Mm -hmm. in a way so if you if you're pumping out all these subpar Zillow 3d then that may not and be I a usually good I usually warn my customers especially if they're used to a Matterport <clears throat> you know I'm like look it's not Matterport uh, it's cheaper a lot cheaper because I'm I can do it in 15 minutes on us yeah. or you know maybe 20 if it's stretching it you know it's a lot cheaper but what I tell them to sell it and it's true is that it gets the job done the point is to get you in the house, look around, get a feel for the house. Mm -hmm. You're in, you're out, you're good. So basically Zillow 3D Tours is Zillow's technology to do 3D tours of a home. The couple of benefits of it are it's very quick. They have their own app. Is it done with a phone? It can be. I'd never do it. I do it with a 360. So they've partnered. With a 360 camera? Correct. With, the, with what camera? So it's the... Th it's they have two or three models they approve of, which are the Theta, yeah. the Theta Vs, which are... Uh, I that's think the one I that's like the, a thousand, right? The Theta V? So I have the Theta 4 or 5, Okay. and I think I paid three or $400 for it at the time. The Theta, yeah. I hear, it has yeah. HDR. It does okay on HDR. In-camera. In-camera HDR. Ba uh, batching, yeah. Yeah, in-camera. Yeah. Now, a couple of downsides. You cannot edit the photos before you upload. So you can't make adjustments to it if you wanted to. You know, you can't bring down the highlights. You, you have to send it to shadows. Theta and they build it for so you? you? Or send it to Matterport rather? Because then so Theta and Matterport. Sent, so Theta and Zillow partnered. Yeah. The Theta camera works with the Zillow app. Okay. Zillow app processes everything. Okay. So the reason I think they chose Theta is they do HDR in camera, then they just send the panorama straight to to the 3D Zillow app. Okay. So the difference there would be, you know, in the Theta camera, it sort of it stands up mm -hmm. like this and it has a wide angle on this side, a wide angle on this yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, I've and seen it that. Just does yeah. that. That's one of the more popular ones as far as 360 camera goes is the Theta. And then have you heard of the Insta360? I have. Yeah. That's and I, the popular. reason I didn't go with that one is at least at the time it wasn't approved by Zillow. And this was sort of a cheaper way for me to get into the game okay. a little bit. Now, I believe I can actually offer Matterport through my Theta V yes, camera. Yes, because they, they recently partnered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I can technically offer Matterport. But again, it's still not going to be the same quality as... Um, it's not going to be the same quality as an actual Matterport. They can't do floor sure. plans. Okay. And they can't do measurements through that camera. That makes sense, yeah. So I like for to, me, yeah. that's the main benefit of Matterport. Like, why would I, you know, use... Why would I pay hosting fees to them? Exactly. If I'm not going to be able to take full advantage of those. Yeah. Um, to me, the Mat the Matterport's more of a scanner than it is a camera because you're with the Matterport. You're it's not like you're you're picking ooh, angles and, and right. right. It's kind of the the you, you pick a set spot it anywhere. Yeah, and, and it captures it, and everything. It, and then, yeah, so it's. But uh, with Zillow 3D, you know, it's Zillow's way of. So they promote Zillow 3D. That's the advantage too. It's a marketing advantage because when you promote, they put it in the one, two, three, fourth spot in Zillow. Mm. So you're scrolling through images, it's in the fourth spot. That's right. So it's, and they've actually, unless it's changed because of COVID, they've actually moved all the video tours that you can upload all the way to the bottom. Really? Yeah. Uh, even, so as far as how That's Zillow it. ranks media, uh, what's first 360 so you have like two photos you have like the Google Maps okay. little section there and then under that is your 360 tour your your Zillow 3d right so 
just because you produce a Zillow 3D with VPix or Matterport, you cannot put a Zillow 3D. It doesn't transfer over. I see. So it should. They need to come up with a partnership to do that with. Um, I don't know how long their partnership is with Theta and how long it's going to last, but and I wish it wouldn't because it's they need to open it up to more cameras. They need to open it up because you could go in there, do just as good of a job and probably better, actually, better quality and just upload the link to their link and it would look just as good. I think it's because it was so big. They're trying to find a streamlined way of not having to manage quality which the quality isn't that great, but. Well, yeah, I mean, if they're hosting, imagine what they pay in hosting. You know, if they're hosting yeah. millions of images, yep. then they and have to compress I it. think there's probably, because it's hosted by Zillow and because it's done by Zillow app, I think when it comes to copyright issues, they yeah. own it more. VHS and Zillow were involved in a huge million dollar lawsuit. Actually, I met the CEO of um, VHS. Mm -hmm. I uh, back, I think it was last year, February, I became part of a, an association, a trade association got created mm -hmm. for what we do. I was part of the inaugural meeting. It's called the AREP, Association of Real Estate okay. Photographers. So it was a great experience. I went down to Atlanta and met with business owners like you and I all over the country who do what we do. Mm -hmm. And as a as a, being part of that association we get access to a lot of cool resources you know ip lawyers mm -hmm. uh, a lot of cool articles you know let's and, touch on that a minute yeah because the legal side of photography is always a misunderstood thing and every photographer looks at it differently i you know and i'm sure you've had to deal with different you know, yeah. <laughs> different issues when it comes to that. But what is your approach toward uh, copyright and your photos and how that interacts with the realtor? Um, I mean, you know, as long as the realtor is not like blasting it on like a billboard, <laughs> you know, I mean, te uh, from a copyright law perspective, and I learned this from the meeting that I went to mm -hmm. um, because of my IP lawyer. He's actually in Boca, Joel Rothman. Shout out Joel Rothman. Um, he's a great IP lawyer. He's represented a lot of creatives like you and I who do real estate photography. So from a copyright law perspective, whoever hits the shutter button owns the copyright. That's when the copyright gets created. Mm -hmm. So one thing Joel says is an expectation is an agreement with no one. So unless it's in writing, then the producer owns the rights. Mm -hmm. But we as creatives and as business people who are providing this media have to ask ourselves, is it a good business move to want to just own all the rights and not let your clients have some flexibility mm -hmm. with those, you know? So as long, you know, the typical, typical lawyer, or excuse me, realtor will use the photos, you know, for MLS, Facebook website, et cetera, you know, and usually doesn't go much further than that. So, yeah. Yeah. I know that, I know there's been, I th some realtors don't understand, well, I bought the images, I can do what I want with them. And I think some, you know, which in my opinion, that's kind of true. I don't, like from the photography standpoint of my business, I don't care what you do with the images for the most part. I would prefer it if you didn't sell it to another, another realtor, mm -hmm. you know. 
because that's that's happened before and they you know they're like, why because they want to recoup their costs and stuff like that yeah, yeah you know but and then what, what's the other one i had a realtor that was nice enough to refer that person trying to buy it off of her and that's the way and called go. me and said you know and then they called me and they bought it off me you know and i, and I sold it i gave them a good deal mm-hmm. since i was basically just licensing out to them you know? yeah and that's that's a really good approach and i think what realtors and photographers need to do is come to a, a mutual understanding that works for both sides because i think there's been a couple of lawsuits that have happened where you know the broker got screwed big time yeah and it, it was their fault but yeah. it, it's mostly an educational piece joel represented that guy really yeah he got it he he made more money than he's ever made um selling real estate clothes from a settlement <laughs> and so because <laughs> well, i mean they, they stripped all his data you know it was crazy it was more they, than just yeah, yeah yeah like he had he had i guess i think he had it watermarked and they stripped every watermark and blasted on mls it was oh, wow. just like blatant uh it was infringement blatant. yeah yeah so and i think that because of that, a lot of brokers, even in this area, have had brokers. You know, they're they're worried about that. They're scared about that. So they're coming out with all these things for us to sign. I've only yeah, I've only had one. I've only had one as well. And the one that the reason why I'm I'm sure is because he was part of that brokerage that went through that ordeal. So they kind of have like PTSD <laughs> from that. So so I've yeah. had one or two. One I just didn't sign, and they didn't care. They just thought they had to do it because it yeah. was there. There's one broker in town who's very strict about it, and. It doesn't, it's actually not a bad agreement. It's not a great one, but it's not, it's not something enough for me to be like, it basically says that, that we retain ownership, but we can only sell it to them. Yeah. So in other words, it's like you get ownership, but we can do whatever we want with it, Yeah. but you still retain ownership. So it's sort of like them getting all rights, but at least it gives us freedom because some of these agreements are are so strict that you can't even use it on your own website for marketing mm-hmm. the way it's worded. Yeah. And but it's funny because a realtor will come to me and be like, "Hey, can I use this photo that you took from this property over here?" Mm-hmm. By the way, can you sign this paper? And I'm like, "Well, by signing this paper, I will already be in violation of your agreement because I've already let another realtor use it." Sure. So it's funny because they want to use other realtors photos that they have permission for but they can't use it because like if i sign that paper i'm already in violation mm-hmm. so it's just funny i'm like i'll i'll sell it to you but i can't sign the paper yeah, yeah. you know and the realtors don't care the realtors just want to get they just have to set sign it because their broker is making them sign it sure and i've always wanted to have a conversation with that broker and just be like look can we maybe negotiate this a little bit i'm sure you have a whole legal team who came up with this yeah, yeah. but it's just I feel like the relationship between realtors and photographers need to be better. The re and one of the because I think the well, realtors well, we we depend on one another really. It's a it's do. a mutual relationship. Just like you any know. other. If you guys, if the realtors are doing well, we're doing well, and vice versa. You know. But I think sometimes they look at photographers a little bit. We look at photographers as a as a a whole, a little bit like we're not good friends. And the only reason I like that's the only reason I say that. So, for example, um, I'm part of a pretty big realtor association, both as a realtor and a photographer. Mm. And that that association has two things. They have what's called a photography program Mm -hmm. that they can put you on the list for. And you're an approved photographer for that entire association. But in order to become a photographer, you have to sign away that any photos you take 
for anyone who comes to the program, you're giving away all rights. So they that goes for video as well. I think that goes for any media you produce any media, for them. Yeah. So what happens is by becoming part of their program, which they sell off as a good thing, like, oh, come be part of our program and we'll give you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we'll even give you access to upload to the MLS for mm -hmm. your clients if they want it. Oh, that's a cool feature. That's a cool feature. But they're also having you assign all rights away yeah. to your photos. And I'm like, that's a little bit of an overreach. Right? Yeah, yeah. And what I, what I, where my pushback comes is they actually have a couple of really big companies um, in their town that are their preferred photographer as an association. The problem with that is if you ever had, as an association, whether it's RAPB or JTHS or Martin mm -hmm. County, if you ever, as an association, promoted, let's say, oh, here is our preferred uh, home inspector. Here's our preferred lender to work with. Mm -hmm. That would like that would never happen, you know? Right. And so, but for photographers, they kind of view us more as a side marketing asset as opposed to a partner in some cases. I'm not saying everyone thinks that. Yeah. yeah. But just the fact that they've got preferred vendors that, um, I mean, it's on their website. You go there, oh, here's our preferred, get great deals on photography. And they're advertising this like one company, maybe two, I think like one company in, you know, all of Miami. Yeah. It's like, hey, use this guy. I'm like, well, that's not fair. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm up here too. Well, yeah, as, a, as I think as a consumer too, it's, a lot of times it's important to like read between the lines. Mm -hmm. You know, why are they recommending this person? Is it, what what interest do they have in mm -hmm. doing so? Is it because, are they really the best quality? You know, as a consumer, you know, it's important to do some research yeah. yourself. And, and I'm not too worried about it because I yeah. have really great relationships, you know, with other realtors and stuff just like when you build your business it's all about relationships yeah a link on a page does not actually give you that much business i'm not it could yeah <laughs> not as much, generally you know. speaking yeah, yeah yeah i think uh 360s is the new wave and covid has caused that demand to arrive that much earlier mm -hmm. um i'm very fortunate because obviously no one knew covid was going to happen but months and months before that i was getting trained you know on how to do this i I invested in the kit. I got the special lens, the uh, fisheye Sigma lens, the rotator. Because when I shoot the 360s, I shoot, I pick my spot. I shoot on a DSLR, so it's that's why it's good quality. But I have that special you lens. You shoot on a DSLR for your 360s? Yes, and I'm shooting, let's say I pick a spot, the front shot, exterior. I shoot, you know, my zero degrees, 90, 180, 270. And back so to zero so the full four, three yeah four four shots so each shot is four each position you know position one two three and four is five brackets i don't seven would be a little much so i do five so that's actually 20 per spot per uh, panel i didn't spot. know you did that that's yeah. that's so, really good quality yeah so it's it it's uh that's the way to go if you if you really want to produce top quality 360 virtual tours. And also going back to that um, AREP meeting that I told you about, Association of Real Estate Photographers in Atlanta, we actually had uh, speakers come in and speak to us, uh, MLS representatives, Zillow representatives, high up in, in, in those organizations. And the Zillow rep was telling us about the back end data at Zillow. So 
he said that the click rate for a 360 virtual tour is much higher than the click rate for a photo and e and maybe even a video if, uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I believe it. I don't know. Now you have to ask yourself why is that? Is that because people are just curious or they have they've never played with 360? But regardless of why, I think it, I think one reason is because they promote it. That's one reason. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. It's all, but I think yeah, the, that makes sense. So you look at that as a as a realtor, and you're looking and you're saying to yourself, where should I spend my marketing dollars? Well, there's there's, that's, your, answer. That, there's your answer. I mean, take away the guesswork. Just look at the data. The data suggests that more people, more eyeballs, more attention is in in this area <clears throat> in the 360s. So I thought that was that was one of the big takeaways. That's that's <clears throat> one of the things that I probably get the least amount of yeah. of requests for because it's it's not heavily and adopted do yet. Do you get a lot of requests for it? When COVID happened, my phone was bringing off the hook do you do 360s do you do 360s you know i guess yeah not yeah so i mean i took obviously like i took a hit on the commercial side uh you know restaurants are in survival mode right now mm. so they're not exactly um open to investing in that right now necessarily but i think as they start opening and generating more revenue Maybe then, get some like yeah. free meals. Okay. <laughs> I was supposed Can I to get do, like uh, six free meals for was, you know for this. I was supposed to do Voodoo Bayou in Palm Beach Gardens. Okay. Yeah, I know the owner there. Shout out to him, Kurt. Uh, so it's it's just for me. It seems it's like a it's its own medium. So it's not it's uh it's not really photo. It's not really video. I mean, it's closer to photo, but it's its own medium that didn't really exist. You know, ten years back or however many years, so to have this medium introduced into the marketing world, I think is really, really interesting and a different way to market and separate yourself. And it just gives the viewer create uh, like it puts them in the driver's seat and allows them to experience the property however they want. Yeah, I'm and really for out of town buyers, it's really cool too. Oh, and also. I could see in the future people uh, wearing VR headsets. My tours are actually VR compatible. So if you want to put on an Oculus and say, oh man, look at this cool listing that Brandon has, man, I feel like I'm here. <laughs> let's say, I mean, that's such a good idea. Let's say that I had, let's say I had, I don't know, one day, let's say I had a $10 million listing or something huge, like yeah. really big. I could see as a realtor just buying VR glasses. And if you're interested in this property, I'm shipping it out to you, or I'm telling you to buy one. I'll buy it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then just like or rent it, or, or, or uh, rent, rent it. Or, it yeah, yeah. That's for, amazing. Cause for sure. What if you, imagine? Imagine you had a couple of properties that you had 360s done for. Let's say you and I worked out a deal. You said, John, go. I want you to do these properties. You know, work out a deal, whatever. All right. Now you got three or to five properties that have 360 virtual tours, uh, VR headset compatible, Oculus compatible. And then you have a buyers that are interested, but they're, they have a lot going on. You say, hey, you want to come see five properties in 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Come to my office. You got the Oculus sitting right here. They come in. You say, hey, put on this headset. Yes. Sign this waiver so you don't get dizzy and sue me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, they put on the VR headset. They explore. You know the properties and VR and virtual. That reality. makes a lot of sense, so, and I think yeah. that even with 
you know, let's say that you have uh, another good example would be I know so Envy Realty. They're they're here in have a few offices here in Jupiter, Juno. They also have a couple offices up in like North Carolina. I could see them say to take, take like five of their luxury pieces or all of their luxury pieces, do a 360 tour with you. And then up north with all of their people looking down south yeah. in New York, they're just like, hey, put this headset on. Let's let's come in for a tour. Here's some cheese and wine and crackers. <laughs> let's do yeah, it. Yeah, and let's if, they don't, have the, a if they don't have the headset, then they could just view it uh, on a computer on a TV or on a tablet. Or, yeah, exactly. So, well, let's. I would like to wrap up with just you telling me all of the services you offer, um, and just sort of pitch yourself a little bit. Sure. So the suite of services is HDR photography, uh, video walkthroughs, drone operations, whether it's drone photo, drone video, uh, three sixty virtual tours, which can have video and photo embedded in there, what we call blended tours. And what else? I've done some interviews, some, you know, since I have, you know, media backgrounds, things like that. So you could offer um, like brand videos. Brand videos. I've done corporate type of videos, things like that. Um, do you do headshots? Uh, yeah, I've done headshots here and there. Um, what else? Oh, my latest uh, offering is stock video footage. Have you have you dabbled in that world at all? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so because I've shot so much and I have a business Dropbox account, and I've, I've also been subcontracted to do weddings, sometimes I get hit up for like music videos, etc. So I have all this footage, right? All this really cool aerial video footage. So I have uh, a lot of the hotspots down here. I have aerial video of uh, the Jupiter Lighthouse, uh, Boca Meisner, Boca, uh, what do you call it? The Boca Inlet. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Harborside Place in Jupiter. I have all these really cool hotspots. So I'm gonna start offering or licensing out that footage for people to use on their uh, website. And I actually, I had an inbound lead where a realtor who I met a long time ago, I think it was like three years ago, I gave him a card. He happened to still have it and he called me and he said, hey, do you have footage of these areas? <clears throat> and I was like, I do, <clears throat> excuse me. So I sent him some clips for him to, to preview <clears throat> and he previewed them. And he said, yeah, I would like to license these three clips off you. So I, I, I licensed those clips. He was very happy with the footage. He's gonna use it for his uh, website uh, for X amount of years. And uh, to you and your listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, I can extend you know, a deal for them if they're interested yeah. in that. We can put a link in the description and so they can check out the clips or you know, yeah. whatever. And yeah, cause that's a definitely something that people want Yep. You know, and if they can get it for a little bit less than they would if they had to hire you to go out there and just get it for them, yeah. that's always a good deal. Exactly. So. Yeah. I had a I had a realtor client, she this is before I had all that stock footage. She said, Hey, I'm building my website, we're on some really cool aerial media. I want you to I wanna hire you for the day to go out and get these specific hot spots in South Florida. So mm-hmm. I went out that day and shot for you know as long as i could those specific hot spots so that's another thing you could do hire a drone operator like myself or even mm-hmm. yourself and 
just shoot specific hotspots so that they can have that for the website and sell that South Florida lifestyle. Their, going back to lifestyle. That's really good. Like so, whether yeah. you're a whether you are even just a realtor, but especially if you're a broker, if you don't have those. <clears throat> legally licensed hotspots on your computer. (laughs) You're not allowed to strip them off of Google Photos. That's Mm -hmm. not going to work. And you're not going to get the good quality photo anyway. It's not that original file, most likely. So definitely contact, you know, John or someone like John where you can get a licensed photo that you can use for commercial purposes. You know, make sure you have that, those rights and your ability to to use it because it's you're selling the Florida lifestyle. That's right. And yeah, another thing about video too. Fun fact: video has uh, SEO implications. So, let's say mm-hmm. you are sharing all this video, and you're using the right keywords and the file names and uh, the right tags or whatever mm-hmm. for the website. Google will rank you higher because you're sharing video. Google, mm-hmm. I guess, in they, their algorithm, they prefer yeah. video. Yeah, I mean Facebook too. I think. Yeah, I mean video. I mean. The video production business has exploded with uh, social media because people are sharing so much video. Like YouTube is the second or third largest uh, search engine, and it's not even a search engine. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's. <laughs> I think Pinterest is next. Yeah. You know, so video. I mean, there's so much video being uploaded to sites like YouTube and Facebook, etc. So if you're looking to rank higher on Google, then I would definitely look into. Uh, uploading video to your website especially like we said aerial video because it's just it's so appealing you get Mm -hmm. such cool shots so awesome well thanks john i appreciate it thank you john from picture perfect properties that's right absolutely (laughs) for all for it so if you're looking for photo video anything like that and what's your coverage area uh I usually say Tri County area. Okay. Um, but I so go like as, Jupiter to uh, or I've gone, County or yeah, Stewart. Yeah, how I've far, gone as, how far north do you go? I've gone as far north as um, Vero. Okay. And I've gone as far south as the Keys. <laughs> okay. For the right price, you know. For the right price. <laughs> Got it. So, no, yeah. I would too. I'm I'm going down to the Keys <laughs> as well for the right price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe so. a little vacation. So yeah. All right. Thanks, John. Yeah. I appreciate thank it. You. Thanks for coming in. Likewise. Pleasure. Thank you for joining me this week on Be My Mentor, a real estate podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Also, if you have any questions for me about real estate, send me a message over on Instagram or Facebook at brandon.myrealtor. Thanks so much. Until next time.